Welcome to Think Like a Penguin, The Art of Flying. This is the podcast to help you think outside the box, live more confidently against the grain and become your more authentic self. Penguins don't traditionally fly, but what's to say they won't one day? Welcome back. Um, Today's episode is going to be a tricky one and it's going to be a hard topic because I'm experiencing it at the moment and I have done for on and off for many years. Um, I'm going to be talking about depression, how that can present um, and how to help yourself if you are feeling depressed and overwhelmed by what is an awful state to be in. Um, Yeah, I've, I've never really thought to share this topic because I haven't been depressed or had depression for a number of years, but it has absolutely taken over. And um, I think it's a good time to share my experience of it whilst I'm in the depths of it. I will be touching on some challenging topics, um, speaking on suicide and, and poor mental health. So please take care, as always, when listening to this. And I'm sat at home and there's an annoying dog barking um, occasionally in the background. So apologies for that. So what's the difference between depression and sadness? Well, sadness is a feeling that is usually acute, so it comes and goes, or it is to do with a certain event that's happened, or it's in response to something. It's a very healthy feeling and one that we need to acknowledge and allow ourselves to feel. Depression is an extension of that, whereby it is a depleted sense of joy lasting more than two weeks. Um, So it's prolonged, it's chronic, and it can often be completely um, unrelated to a specific cause. Often being, having depression and being depressed when you can't think of a reason why can be really challenging because our logical mind wants to make sense of why we feel the way that we do. And so if someone becomes depressed and there's no kind of reason it can be really challenging to comprehend that I personally know why I'm feeling this way and I'm going to share that in a bit but often there is no reason and that can be really challenging not only to treat and to manage but also for people to understand if somebody says that they are feeling depressed um, please take it seriously it's not a it's not something that I think we really understand as human beings unless we've experienced it ourselves. And when we are not in a state of depression, it's really hard, nor would I ever ask this of anyone, but it's really hard to really comprehend what that person is going through if they are depressed, because you're not going to be in that same state. And I would never wish anyone to make themselves feel depressed or get themselves on the same emotional level just so that they can empathise. But do take it seriously if someone is is struggling. Um, I think this is actually something that's happening more in the workplace and just in general conversation in society. The acceptance that depression can be really crippling, can be really detrimental, can be really serious and can be really demoralising for somebody. Um, and it is a conversation that we are having. So that's a positive. So personally... Depression presents itself in lots of different ways and this is the list I just wrote down now and this is how I feel 
so predominantly alone. I feel like I am the only person in this sort of bubble of darkness. Um, and like I said, I wouldn't want anyone else to be in here with me, but I also feel like I don't have anyone that I can really turn to. And of course I don't, because when one is depressed, it is up to that individual to find a way out of it. Um, that we can't really rely on anyone else but ourselves. And that's so ironic because you're at your deepest, lowest point without any energy. And yet you have to pull yourself out of it at the end of the day. So alone is a huge one. I feel desperately alone um, and to the point of tears because it's just so, ugh, it's awful being by myself in this kind of little weird universe of darkness. I feel dizzy. So that coupled with a confused state of mind and a lack of clarity. So I just feel like I can't make a, a solid decision because there's this vagueness to, it's almost like my brain is tired and it isn't functioning um, at full capacity. So making basic decisions about what I should do with my day, how I should spend my energy. I'm, I'm passionately trying to set goals and still work really hard on my business but to make a decision when um, I'm feeling depressed is just 10 times harder than it would be usually. Um, physically I just feel absolutely exhausted, I feel like there's a weight to every movement um, which is challenging when one of the ways I can help myself out of depression is through moving and activity and exercise but I do feel really lethargic, um, like I don't have a spring in my step. I have a headache and um, it's just sort of lingers and I feel, even though I feel tired, I, I'm struggling to sleep. So the, the headache, whether that's keeping me up or just the noise in my head is keeping me awake. A main one for me, which I don't know if other people experience, is worthlessness, feeling useless and lacking any sort of purpose, a conversation or a, a sort of statement that goes around in my head is what is the point of my life? So a feeling like I don't really have a role um, and then that's tied up with the fact that I'm not um, doing my usual things, I'm not in a relationship um, and yeah, just feeling worthless. In fact, I'll tell you now why I think I am depressed and I'll go back to the list so at Christmas time, I uh, was meant to go overseas. I didn't go overseas because I decided that to pursue a connection with someone over there was unfair. I was probably using them as a way to try and make, me, make myself feel good. Um, so I had Christmas alone and then I had COVID. And then unfortunately for me, I don't have family in Perth. And most people spend December and January just having a good old time, a festive period, going on holiday or going away with family or just sort of stopping all their usual activities, um, mostly sport. So I know through having been here before and struggled with depression on and off for two decades that I need structure, I need sports, I need work. And I need family and people around me and all four of those. And I, I really thrive in a relationship and, and, and giving and receiving love. All of that has disappeared in the last couple of months or since sort of mid-December. Um, and therefore, there's good reason why I'm possibly 
um, well not possibly is reason why I am depressed um, and now I have to work really hard to try and put all those things in place that I know are going to help me so yeah I feel like there's no point to me at the moment I also feel like I'm a burden on others and this is huge because in order to feel less alone someone who is struggling with depression it is valuable and worthwhile to reach out and try and connect to others in a healthy way and the last thing I want to do is burden anyone and I already feel like sharing this podcast is sort of being a bit of a Debbie Downer and um, you know it's not very uplifting it's informative but do I want to burden people by having having depression as the topic Um, I certainly don't want to be low mood around people so I've gotten really good at faking being happy I've got really good at finding little pockets of energy that I can use throughout my day when I have social interaction um, which doesn't leave much for when I'm on my own and then I just let myself be authentic and be exhausted and depleted and pretty much cry um, when I'm on my own so yeah, I just don't want to bring others down to this level and I certainly don't want to be negative around other people. So um, don't want to be a burden on others. A lack of drive, a lack of um, sort of get up and go, a lack of spring in my step, like I said. So this is the time everyone's um, creating New Year's resolutions or setting goals or, you know, really planning for the year ahead. And unfortunately, I just don't have that sort of, push I'm doing it um it's really bloody hard work because I don't have that energy there but um normally I'd be chomping at the bit and excited and and just throwing passion and energy into everything I do and and because the the depression is the overriding feeling I'm I feel like I'm really pushing up a a way up a hill um and I'm I'm having to find some some drive that just isn't there with that um sex drive libido unfortunately that has gone also that was kind of the alarm bell for me that made me want to reach out and get some professional help because uh usually I have a healthy sex drive and um usually I'm quite invested in wanting to meet people and like I mentioned I'm single and and I'm much happier when I'm in a relationship so I would usually like to meet people and, and reach out but even my desire to meet people right now is is pretty much zero. Um, I don't want someone to meet me when I'm in this state, but I also feel like I don't have any desire to be physical with anyone. I just want to be held. I don't want to have to be intimate in a sexual way. I just want someone to hold me. But um, yeah, that's that will come. Um, feeling like if I can create a visual, feeling like I'm stuck in a mental maze. So a bit linked to decision-making, just having this thought and and trying to follow it and then it gets stuck or I get lost or I get distracted and there's another thought. So a lot of chaos, a lot of noise, erratic in my mind. Like I'm in a a mental maze, like all of the folds in my brain are my thoughts and then I, I follow one fold and then it gets um, stuck or lost and then it goes down a dark spot and just no lightness um, no in terms of weight no lightness in terms of you know brightness no clarity no calm it's just really busy and trapped I feel really trapped and overwhelmed by 
I feel like my brain is really tired. It's working really, really hard. Um, and I'm actively trying to find things to focus on that are more positive. Um, but just exhausted. Like I'm really stuck in my head. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of a snippet of what I'm experiencing and feeling right now. For some people, it can get as bad as lack of personal care. So um, just forgetting to shower or just don't have the energy or the inclination or the desire to wash properly or brush a hair or um, take care of themselves physically. For me, that's that's not something that happens. And I actively attempt to be, make a bit more effort because I know that I can carry myself with an incy-wincy little bit more confidence if I have washed my hair or if I put a lick of mascara on or if I'm wearing some nice jewellery. Um, so thankfully, that is one. And I didn't mention that I cry a lot. Some people don't cry. When I had depression in my teens, one of my psychologists actually got quite frustrated at me. She was like, you just need to learn to cry because I hadn't cried in years, like five years or something. So um, now... I don't try and stop the tears. I let them happen. Obviously, if it's an appropriate place, um, I try and hold it in. If it's in a public place, I don't want to make a fool of myself. So um, there's a lot of tears happening as well, and and a really a really sort of surrendering to the feeling of sadness. And it is like a cloak. It's like that black dog kind of analogy following me around, kind of like a heavy black cloud. For me, it feels like I'm in a dark bubble, so it is all-encompassing. Um, and occasionally, there might be a tinsy little crack in the bubble when a little bit of light comes in. But yeah, just this sort of gunk around me, this just gross black gunk that is attached to my cells and my myself and my body um, and in my head. So... Um, how to help myself and how to help yourself or someone that you know if they're struggling with depression what are helpful things to do I think first and foremost is acceptance and that's really hard because the last thing we want to do is acknowledge that we might be struggling mentally and um, leaning into it and accepting it and, and giving into it feels like you're failing or giving up or um, is weak but it's going to be here for me whether I accept it or not. And if I can say to myself, okay, Livy, you're having a period of depression, then it takes the pressure off. It means I can start to be a bit kinder to myself. It means that I can be um, less overwhelmed if I don't have a really productive day. A lot of my depression and, and lack of self-worth and my feelings of um, inadequacy adequacy and failure and um, just hating myself in general, worthlessness, comes from me feeling like I'm not achieving enough in my days. And this links back to when I was anorexic, but that links back to when I was at school and the emphasis was always on what we did wrong or how we failed or how we were falling short or how we weren't good enough. Um, so there's a narrative I, I need to work on and, and work through and get over, but uh, yeah, taking the pressure off myself to go, you're depressed, you're not going to be able to achieve your usual amount of success um, or accomplishment in a week, 
and that's okay. So just to give myself a little bit of a relief. Um, that's the first thing. And then from there, really self-love. And it's challenging because right now I feel gross in myself. I don't love myself. I don't, I don't sort of feel like loving myself. I don't, I just don't feel great about myself. Um, so to then love myself and do actions that show love and kindness to myself, it seems, seems, uh, like I'm faking it, but I have to fake it to then believe it eventually and to, um, start to be able to like myself and then love myself. So what does that look like? For me, it is, um, letting myself rest. It is taking time out away from work and taking the pressure off from achieving and just sitting in nature. It might be um, painting my nails or gifting myself something yummy. I'm not overly great at um, eating at the best of times. And then when I'm depressed, I definitely don't eat enough or well. So it's making a conscious effort. So I've just made myself a really delicious sandwich. Um, and yeah, just treating myself how I would treat a friend or a family member or someone that I love. What would you do if you had a friend come to you and say they were depressed? Do that for yourself. You would go for walks along the beach. You would um, do something fun. You'd have something in the calendar to look forward to at the end of the week. You would um, engage in interesting or fun activities like watching a comedy or um, just being kind to that friend. That's what I have to do for myself and that's what you have to do for yourself as well. Um, I can't remember if I've said this, but it's really important to acknowledge that I will not be depressed forever. And I have had this on and off for two decades. So reminding myself that this is just a phase, it will pass, that if I accept it and lean into it and just let it kind of pass through me and work through it and do all these things I'm about to share with you, then um, it it will it will pass. And having that trust and faith that this will not kill me, this will not end my life, this will not ruin my life. Um, I'm extremely fortunate with the life that I have. And when I'm not depressed, I work my ass off and I'm very productive. So I have the financial means by which to take as long as I need to get back on my feet so that I feel like I can do the work and I will be effective in my work. So that can be really, really helpful is just to go, it's okay that you're not feeling okay, but it's also good to acknowledge that this won't last forever. And that's a promise. Um, it, it definitely comes in waves. And I, I can't, I've lost count. This is probably the 30th time in my life that I have had a, a depressed episode. And with every time I have one, it gives me more faith that it won't last. Um, and it is just a wave. It's just a phase. So remind yourself of that. More practical things. Try something new um, or have a change of scene. Now, this can be quite challenging if you genuinely don't feel like you have the energy to get up and out. But even um, a change of scene of the room that you are in most of the day or if you go to a park, try a different one. I've just come, come back from the library, so I had some work to do. Just that change of scene, being around new faces and actively getting out of my house because 
the home became quite a negative space when I had COVID over Christmas. Um, it was just really helpful and it broke up the day as well. So that's something that can feel exhausting is the length of a day. They seem to drag. We all know that when we're having fun, time flies. Well, the opposite is true. When we're not feeling great, it seems to drag forever. So um, a little change of scene, going to your local library, going to the shopping mall, going to the beat, whatever it might be, whatever you enjoy can be really beneficial. Um, a cleanse from social media. And this is um, also in conjunction with a stopping of comparing Personally, my um, sort of uh, nemesis, if you like, when it comes to one of the reasons I struggle with depression is that I feel inadequate compared to others. And comparison is the absolute thief of joy. And so I am going to make a concerted effort to not go on social media so that I can't... Now is not the time to be inspired or now is not the time to be um, trying to find motivation through other people because all that's doing is actually for me making me feel more worthless more useless so I'm just going to come off social media I'm going to give myself a chance to recap all the things that I have done well and if I need to compare which we all do as humans compare myself now with myself when I was 20 and look at all the things I've achieved in the last 15 years or compare the way that I'm approaching this depressive stage with when I've approached it in the past and feel proud that actually here I am doing a podcast on it, here I am sharing it, here I am actively trying to help myself um, and that in itself is a great comparison and it's helpful um, because it's about me but comparing myself to others unfortunately People mean well and they'll they'll go, oh, look, this person's done it, so you'll be able to do it. Or if I can do it, anyone can do it. I hate that because I just can't do it. And so all it makes me feel is that I've, you know, failed even more and feel more shit about myself. So coming off social media, um, stopping comparing. Also, really important to sort of note here, sometimes we overshare. I'm a massive oversharer. But sometimes that can be detrimental. So if you are feeling really vulnerable and you're full of tears and you're really expressing your emotions um, and you put a post out there, that will be seen by loads of people. Maybe a potential client, maybe um, unfortunately people don't necessarily value that. They don't necessarily value the honesty or the um rawness and it you can be judged for it so for instance I have shared on my social media today that I am feeling depressed and that I've made a painting that depicts a self-portrait of how I'm feeling there's a client a potential client that I need to contact I'm not going to message them until that post it's just a story actually has come off my Instagram I do not want them to click through to my Instagram and see that oh artist depressed no thanks so if you're feeling like sharing, great, but do it in a controlled way um, and a way that you would be happy for everyone in your life and greater circles to see. Um, I always feel a little bit awkward for people that are kind of bawling their eyes out and run makeup. And unfortunately, most of the population don't know how to receive that. And it's it's admirable and it's brave to be that vulnerable, but it can come back to bite you in the ass. Um, exercise. 
can be really, really good. However, um, you're not going to have the energy necessarily to go all out. And it's certainly not the time to be setting goals with your exercise. So if you normally do a 5K in, I'm just plucking a number here, I don't know, 30 minutes, don't then try and time yourself to do a 5K in the same time. You're probably not going to be able to. And it will just give you more ammo to beat yourself up with. Light exercise, exercise you enjoy. If you're you're already feeling down in the dumps and, and depressed and miserable and you hate going to Zumba class or you hate going to your taekwondo or you hate going to wherever don't do it like find a form of exercise that you like doing that's nurturing maybe yoga a yin yoga class or maybe like a really light um exercise class at the gym saturday i went and played tennis with the oldies um and it was beautiful because they're so cute and it was a social tennis the tennis quality was not my usual um playing standard but it was about immersing myself around people and just, um, yeah, a cute little moment of exercise that was light that I knew that I had the energy and the reserve to do. Um, eating well, really, really important. Gut health can make a huge difference on mood. Um, the gut and the, the brain are absolutely linked. Um, I need to sort out my gut out a bit more thoroughly. So I'm struggling with my gut at the moment, um, IBS and all sorts of issues, which is no wonder why I'm also, it's probably amplifying my feelings of depression, but really get your diet on track and that should make a massive difference. Um, There's a podcast that's just recently come out called, um, oh sorry, it's not called gut, but it's a gut specialist and it is um, the diary of a CEO. And um, that was really, really fundamental for me to to learn about the connection between gut health and the mind um taking pride in your um appearance can be again feel like you're just faking it and it's like a fraud but I don't mean like you have to look at yourself in the mirror and love the person staring back at you but maybe pop some earrings on or um wear a dress that you know that normally makes you feel good or a, a pair of trousers or whatever, um, wear your favorite shoes, maybe go and get your hair done or something just to make you outwardly feel a little bit more confident in your skin. Um, I'm struggling, I don't know why, um, and this is a, a also a repercussion of depression is that you become fixated on things that um, are just so irrational and unhelpful. I'm struggling at the moment with the size of my cranium, which is ridiculous. I have a small head comparatively to my body, um, and I just feel really awful about it. Well, to counteract that, I'm intentionally like wearing hats and putting um, like my hair in a way that I like to wear my hair and putting mascara on and putting earrings in and just trying to do something that counteracts this ridiculousness of me not liking the size of my head. I mean, it's so ludicrous to say it, but unfortunately when one is depressed, you can fixate on stuff that is just so not helpful and get in this sort of loop of um, negative thoughts around it. Um, I think a really um, important thing is practical, healthy distraction. So often when one is depressed, we might turn to unhealthy ways to cope or deal alcohol, um, gambling, any sort of addiction, um, going to the pub or going drinking or whatever it might be that 
okay, it works. It's a great way to um, help curve those feelings and, and distract you from feeling and disguise the feelings. But can you choose a healthier option, a healthier distraction? My thoughts are things like art, music, a good book, a nice magazine. Every Sunday night, I go to the cinema and I take myself to one of the alternative films at the Luna. Um, I've done it for years and I you know, don't always go alone, but it's just so lovely to enter a different universe, a different world, even for those two hours, just to completely switch off and um, forget about my life. And that is healthy. That's, that's not causing harm or damage to anyone. Um, or at the same time, I could go and um, hang out with someone and complain about how I'm feeling and, and just talk about my issues and, and focus on my issues and, and get um, lower in this wallow of self-pity. So just choose things that are going to be beneficial and try and put things in your week to look forward to, I would say, seven days out. So I know that I've got things now booked for the weekend and I'm starting to book for next week. Little um, kind of things just to touchstones to get to, to get you through to the next day. Because like I said, each day feels really bloody long. Um, I've got a counselling session on Tuesday. So even though I know that first counselling session is usually, um, I don't really get much result from it. I just have to share my story and recap on how I'm feeling, blah, blah, blah. Um, It's still an important stepping stone within my week. They're markers to get me from A to B, from Monday to Friday. Um, So our last one, I'm just sorry, I'm reading from, from a list here. Um, positive influence, positive influence. This is so important. I've already mentioned I don't want to burden others, but also there are certain people that weirdly kind of latch onto the the emotion or the feeling of um, depression, or if someone is is experiencing something that is adverse or not healthy. Um, certain people in our lives will maybe amplify that feeling or really focus on it and and kind of keep you in that state or try and help but actually not be very helpful um so when I'm feeling depressed I actively reach out first of all for people um to hang out with but I make a conscious effort to not make our catch-up about how I'm feeling so can I go and see which I did the other um week last week a, a newborn baby or can I do an activity with this person? Or are we going to go for a walk, grab some lunch, um, watch a film together? Try and be around people that are neutral, that are supportive. They're not judgmental. They're not going to keep you in that state, bring you down, talk about it too much. That I've had a couple of nights of absolute crisis where I've been pretty manic and um, in a really, really, really bad way, really bad state. And... Um, uncontrollable crying and I have called my go-to people and um, basically said please don't talk about what, how I'm feeling um, I just want you to talk at me I just need you to talk to me about anything other than this and get me through the night um, and so it's recognizing that when someone is trying to help you and inspire you a positive influence um, people mean well often but sometimes they don't realize that their approach is not helpful taking you out to get 
um, absolutely plastered on a night out if you're heartbroken or depressed is not a positive influence. Um, I'm not going to, actually I will, I will name and shame my dad telling me that there's people worse off than me and I should get over it and it'll be all right because at least I'm, you know, in the sunshine in Australia. Not helpful, dad. So, I mean, lovely and supportive that he spoke to me in the middle of the night when I had no one else to talk to, but um, I did have to advise him on how to help someone in a um, critical state. So yeah, pick your pick your positive people, share the load because ugh, it's awful to say this, but you you will become a burden on someone if you constantly reach out to the same support network. And this is going to be really hard to hear if you've got this far in the pod. Unfortunately, it is nobody else's responsibility to get you better than yourself and it's so cruel because when you are depressed you feel like you have no energy no reserves no strength but unfortunately you are the only one who can get you out of this headspace now if you have had depression for um coming up to a month or you feel like it is getting to a point of a crisis and it's really dangerous and you're worried about acting on your depression, doing something silly, losing your job, it's going to change the way that you conduct yourself in life, then you need to seek professional help. I liken it to if you break your leg, you're not going to go and ask a mate to carry you around everywhere until your leg heals. You have to go to the doctor and get a professional to fix it for you. So if, if it has interfered with and affected your life, then that is the point that you need to go and seek professional help. And in Australia, if you're an Australian resident, then you get 10 um, sessions heavily subsidized on a mental health um, plan. That is what I am on. So I went to my GP and um, explained the situation and I'm now um, seeking professional help. So I think it's important to have your people and to, to to let people know as well, but not to burden people and not expect others to fix you because they're not professionals. That's not fair on them, but also you will have to fix yourself. Now that I don't want to end on there. Um, I, I will end by saying that I, again, I will reiterate, this is not a forever feeling. Um, it is not a choice. So please try not to get frustrated with yourself because you're wanting to snap out of it and you're getting you're getting annoyed that oh, I'm I have a great life. I'm you know for me I live in a beautiful country. The sun is usually always shining. Very affluent um, kind of career pathway where I have no financial stress. I I have no reason really to be depressed, but I just need to um, acknowledge that it's not a choice. It won't last forever and the help is available and I have the tools to deal with it. And I hope that this podcast has helped you to think of a couple of ways that you might be able to help yourself. And um, please, please, please be kind to yourself. Be patient. I think that's a, a main one. And um, know that you will feel better. I promise. <laughs>